look at me. I know we gotta do this, but I ain't trying to be here all day. Yeah, me either. We need a code word. Yeah. Yeah. So what? What's what's the word? Welcome back to We Need a Code Word with Aisha and Jess. I'm Aisha. And I'm Jess. Today's episode is a bit personal for me. Um, I recently learned that I'm postmenopausal, and honestly, I'm shaken up about it to learn that at 45 years old, um, my hormone levels have drastically declined um, beyond perimenopause. And it's been like a wild ride of emotions. And today I kind of want to unpack that experience with my wife and our audience. Yeah, let's do it. Um, It feels like you're holding a lot. And yeah, like let's let's take it off your shoulders bit by bit because either you know we're going to menopause or we love somebody that is or has. So this is important for everybody. Yeah, let's do it. But before we jump into that, my darling, uh, my first question is, how you doing? <laughs> how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. We went for a walk today. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. It was a little chilly outside, but it was good. Yeah, we didn't see any weird stuff on the street, so that's always good when you, you know, don't get traumatized by <laughs> random things. Life like in the city. <laughs> run into. Um, okay, second question. I'm pulling a prompt from the No Wrong Answers deck. Um, it's this really awesome deck of prompts that I picked up at some cute urban outfit adjacent um, looking shop in in San Diego. But all of the prompts have been written by comedians. So it's a really fun way to get to know people with the most outlandish um, questions. So this one is uh, you get 30 minutes in the time machine and you can go back to, in time to wherever you want. But you can't go back in time and help anyone. So don't even try it. Show off. That's what it says. Um, where are you spending your 30 minutes? Think about it. <laughs> you know, you know, I would like to go back to February 2020. No, February 2004. Um, you know, my sister Kadeen passed away, um, February 5th, 2004. And I went and visited her while she was in the hospital undergoing treatment for breast cancer and everything, but I didn't get to speak to her before she passed away. So if I had 30 minutes um, I will go back to talk to Kay. Yeah. What about you? You know, I wondered about that with you, Hankadine. Um, dang, you got all deep. I was not I was not going there. <laughs> I was gonna say I would go to a uh, juke joint. 
<laughs> Damn. Like, yeah. now you got me second guessing. But, you know, or at some kind of party, house party up in Harlem doing a Harlem Renaissance. I don't know. 30 minutes. You got like, you know, four good songs. You know, <laughs> you get a drink. That is a, a moment. So, but yeah. that's where I was. And yeah. um all is well on my end. Um, work is picking up and I'm grateful and I want to make sure that I have my systems in place to handle that. So that's kind of where I am right now. All right. That's what's up. Um, yeah. So I'm ready if you are. Yeah. Well, let's dive into it. In the main event, <laughs> menopause. This, tonight on We Need a Code Word podcast, <laughs> we discuss menopause. Also, we got to figure out our code word for tonight. Yeah. Okay. All anyway, right. Back All to right. you. Sounds good. So, um, menopause, like one, one thing I learned about menopause is that it itself is a single date. Um, and it marks the one, it marks one year that you have gone without a menstrual cycle. So essentially there are two phases of menopause, either you're peri, menopausal, right, which is before the pause, or your postmenopausal, like after, and there will be no more children after this, right? Um, and before we talk about my journey with early onset menopause, because that's what it was, right? Let's discuss what we know about Black women and menopause, right? So number one, Black and Latinx women, we enter menopause earlier than women of other ethnicities and have longer lasting and more intense symptoms. Number two, early onset, onset menopause, that's menopause before the age of 45, um, increases the risk of osteoporosis and depression you know basically estrogen helps with our mental health and keeps our bones strong right um number 3 female hormones help to protect you from obesity insomnia keep your cholesterol levels in check all of which are associated with heart health and number 4 despite the facts that one, black women enter menopause earlier. The symptoms, two, the symptoms last longer. And three, that heart disease is the number one killer of black women in the United States. We are the least likely to leave the doctor's office with a prescription for hormone treatment as we navigate the pause. Wow. Yeah. I think, um, you know, one of the things that I learned in this journey is that we have to advocate for ourselves and stay in tune with our bodies, right? It's not easy to find a primary care doctor or gynecologist that is checking for you mm. in the way you need them to, mm -hmm. right? I spent years talking to my primary care physicians about menopause and my irregular cycles, and I never felt like they took my concerns seriously, 
right? But as soon as I went one year without my cycle, I made it my mission to find a black woman gynecologist. Okay. Earlier, you mentioned your story and that you will come back to it. But I really think it's important that you um, unpack that. You know, I think about when we talk about the first time we got our periods, like we can't remember that, you know, and I think you also get a chance to kind of rewrite the story you you held about menopause in this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder, you know, did you even know you have a story and, <laughs> Yeah. And how much did you know about menopause menopause as you were going through? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, I was I was clueless. I I I knew nothing about menopause. It wasn't even on my bingo card, right? (laughs) I remember the first time I was told that my hormone levels were declining. It was um twenty seventeen. I was like thirty nine years old. And I was having trouble losing weight. And I went to one of those health and vitality centers for a consultation. You know, you could get a B12 shot and all of this stuff. And um, at that time, I still had my regular cycle. But they told me that my testosterone levels were declining. Mm. And they wanted to do some hormone therapy. And I think I might have done like maybe one session with them and I felt like it was a scam. Like, why am I at this like meta spa getting hormone therapy? Like this didn't feel right. And it wasn't until like I was 43. So like roughly two years ago, um, around the time that we started dating, honestly, um, that my periods became increasingly irregular And I started um, experiencing brain fog, like knowing the word that I'm trying to say and it Mm -hmm. absolutely escaping me. Um, You know, headaches became more frequent and, you know, I was having hot flashes. Um, And it was like all of those things happening before I really realized, okay, well, this is a thing and I'm probably peripausal. And I started talking to my doctors about it. Mm-hmm. What did you learn from the women in your family about the change? I know that's what my grandma used to call it. Like the change, she going through the change. And then it was later when I learned that it was called menopause. And even that was limited to you just stopped getting your period. So What did you learn from the women in your family? Yeah, I think um, I didn't really learn anything, honestly, other than them talking about experiencing hot flashes, right? And Mm -hmm. all the slang terminology that they came up with it, like a personal summer and this Mm -hmm. and that. Um, No one talked about like hormone therapy, um, I did, however, speak with Diana, um, a.k.a. my white mama, about... We'll save that for another episode. (laughs) ...about my uh, post-menopausal diagnosis. And she told me how hormone therapy was a godsend for her. 
Um, because honestly, I didn't think I, I was, I was hesitant to really, you know, take hormone therapy at all. Right. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to just, you know, continue right to out. use some herbs, some tinctures. I'm going to get, I'm going to get some, some little tea or something that's going to, um, help me navigate this. I don't need to do any hormone therapy. And it was that conversation with her that really put me at ease about um, undergoing hormone therapy. So you mentioned a little bit about herbs and natural remedies. You know, I'm a fan of both, you know, using both to support each other. Yeah. And I'm wondering, have you explored herbal remedies and then i want to hear about your latest visit to the to the doctor <laughs> yeah you know i was taking black cohosh and uh, um you know making sure that i take my vitamin d and so on and so forth um but yeah that was those were mainly the the things that i was doing um and after i did the blood tests for um to uh, figure out my hormone levels and, and talking with the gynecologist, you know, um, the first nurse that I met with, she mentioned like zinc, magnesium, e- evening primrose, uh, estrovin, all of these other things to help out with hot flashes and night sweats. Um, and when I spoke with the, the head um, doctor who, who's the, the OBGYN in the office, she streamlined the recommendations. She wanted to focus on, um, you know, uh, supplements that had, you know, scientific studies behind them. And she told me about vitamin C, making sure I take at least 750 milligrams, vitamin D, uh, 5,000 IUs and things like that. So honestly, all of it's a bit overwhelming, right? So I started the hormone pellets, boosted my vitamin, um, intake, and I'll just adjust from there. I don't want to get stuck with, you know, too many things that I'm going to have to take. So it's been, it's been really awesome to be in conversations like family conversations with you and Ali and you talk to him, you know, about um, going through, you know, this, this, your change. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he, you know, he seems like, you know, okay, cool. Like this is a thing. And I just, um, you know, I didn't have, women in my life very candidly just talking about what they were going through. Like that's not something they did, you know? Yeah. And so I wonder what it's been like for you sharing this um, with your son, like telling him about where you are on your journey. Yeah. I I think for me, um, trying to be open with him about this is to kind of make it a practice to talk openly about these things. Like I don't Mm -hmm. want a legacy of silence 
in the in the family. So yeah, talking to him and then also talking with my my niece China. You know, she has a background in the healthcare field, so she's always like a great sounding board for me. Um, I talked to my BFF Tia about it. You know, you know, the menopause shout out, (laughs) you know, she's not going through it right now. But, you know, I mean, we're around the same age. So like, you know, being being able to be a beacon of hope, you know, (laughs) for all my peripausals out there. You a flash. You are are a hot flash for for insights. Yes. Yeah. But I'm still processing everything. You know, I, I haven't had like really in-depth conversations about it. Yeah. Well, um, I really appreciate, I mean, if you would have told me you and I would be having a conversation on a podcast about your going through menopause, you would have told me that, you know, six months ago, I'd have been like, you are ridiculous, yeah. you know? So I appreciate you and I see you. And, um, you know, as you continue to learn, Definitely share and you will be with waiting with open arms and maybe sweaty palms as yeah. your sisters cross the line over into <laughs> post yeah, You know, I need to get me some uh some nice handkerchiefs and stuff because the sister will be heating up. <laughs> yeah, I see yes, okay. All right. Um so let's uh Let's do a little palate cleanser. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass it to you to Yeah to tell me yeah. where we're headed. Yeah, so um you know, you and I are avid um connoisseurs of mess. And you know, you kind of fell down a rabbit hole. Um this weekend with some shenanigans going on on TikTok. So, (laughs) so yeah, I would just like you to, you know, talk about, you know, your latest obsession. Yeah. I am trying to pull it up right now. So I guess it would be an obsession because I really like went all the way in. Yeah. So, (laughs) Okay, you, you took me with you. I did because I needed, I needed, um, I needed somebody to like. What do you call it when you when people allow you to do crazy stuff? You, my memory's gone. Maybe I'm perpausal. Okay, anyway, <laughs> um, there's this woman on TikTok goes by the name of Risa Tisa. Okay, and she stealthily created a maybe two minute video. Uh, maybe a week ago saying you know who the who the f did i marry and she kind of gave us the whole story in that in that a sound bite basically she had married somebody she met during covid she was lonely she let a lot of red flags pass to the point that she learned uh, at the end of the marriage that he had been she knew he was a liar, but she didn't know the extent to which he was lying. And so she learned that he essentially created a whole persona based on his twin brother that he does not. It's not true. And um, just all the flags. Yeah. It's 
I'm so embarrassed. It's 52 <laughs> chapters. Yeah. And I watched, I would say, 80%. And then I found community. <laughs> People, we will find each other, give tips like, oh, speed it up to two, you know, two beats a minute. And so you can get through it faster. Do it, it two was, times. Yes. It was crazy. I had Aisha hooked. We we we, we ran errands as yeah. I played the audio. I am embarrassed. Anyway, I got to, you know, if I'm say it, I got to say it all. Um, the guy had an alias. She get called him Legion, right? And she gave his name. That name maybe twenty chapters in, so we're already bought in, okay? Yeah. So the second half is all about Legion. Don't you know my internet friends found this man? <laughs> <laughs> like now we see his TikTok and his pages. And now he's talking back. He's like, yeah. she's a liar. She's lying. Yeah. He's like, she had an affair with Bernard the cop. And that's why I left. And everybody is like, you lying. <laughs> it's just an amazing. Yeah. The, the internet is such a gift. Anyway, that's what I'm. Yeah. Ashamed of. <laughs> that's my shame. <laughs> Not shame. That's your latest obsession. Yeah. My, yeah. Yeah. All right, so I think, you know, as we come to an end for today's episode, like I really want to thank everyone um, for tuning in and joining us in this um, important conversation about menopause and, you know, early onset of uh, menopause. Because there, there's a growing number of people talking about menopause and I have been resistant to the conversations because the women are usually older than me. So like being in my forties still, I still didn't see myself in the conversations when women in their fifties are talking about menopause. So it, you know, this journey has felt a little lonely and, um, you know, I just want to thank everyone for listening um yeah and Jess I appreciate you right and you being there to help me navigate this wild ride of emotions and I would like to gift our listeners with some resources as they navigate or support their loved ones transitioning to a life without Aunt Flo right <laughs> so our friends over there at um, Child Please podcast. They have a brilliant episode entitled Child Aunt Flo is Dead with um their special shout out to Felicia Pratt. <laughs> <The homie. Yeah. laughs> and on that episode, they have a guest, uh, Lori L. Tharps. Um, she's of My Bloody Hell. Um, and she talks about, you know, menopause and you know she has like a podcast around it and resources and all of that and also tap into the black girl's guide to surviving menopause um there's a whole media platform that they have around um black women and menopause and there's also a book that i recently um purchased called black and menopausal by Yancey Ralston and Yvonne um, Christie for um, stories, intimate stories about Black women um, going through menopause. 
Awesome. That is it for We Need a Code Word. Uh, Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and follow us on Instagram and stream wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next time, take care of yourselves and each other. Bye.